Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. In Christianity, there are two things, there are two things that every Christian must understand. I just found a sample in Colossians chapter 2 as well. I think, let's even restrict yourself to about seven verses. There are quite a few of them littered all over in the scriptures, in the epistles, in Romans, in 1st and 2nd Corinthians, in Galatians, um, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, um, Titus and Philemon. It's all littered everywhere in him. Say in him. So for instance, Bible talked about uh, for in Ephesians chapter 2, he says that for he chose us in him. Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter 1. In chapter 2 as well is there. He said he raised up together in him or with him. All right. So in him, with him, through him, usually they are interchangeable, but more in him. All right. So, so for instance, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, I think verse 4, it talks about how he chose us before the foundations of the earth to be blameless in him. Okay. Uh, uh, before him in love. So just as he has chosen us, where? No, where? Where did he choose us? In him. All right, so we are chosen in Christ. In Christ. So your election has everything to do with the sphere of Christ. Outside of Christ, I don't think God knows you. You are a Christian. You are a Christian because you are in Christ. So that tells you that you cannot be a Christian by birth because your parents are Christian, because your parents are Christians, that don't necessarily make you a Christian. Many people are Christians and they suffer like unbelievers. Why? Because in him is a fact, but you find another, another word in verse 8. Verse 8. Let's look at verse 8. Can we all read it out loud together? Are you ready? Let's go. Beware. Lest anyone teach you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men according to the basic principle of the world and not according a particular word has appeared thrice so you can be christian but something is not going according you can be in christ but not according to christ according is experience in him is fact your fact is there but your experience our experiences may vary once we are in Christ, it's a fact, we will all go to heaven. But how we enjoy heaven on earth, according, is your experience. How you live it. And so, in, a, in Romans chapter 8, verse, oh, I like this, verse 4. Romans chapter 8, verse 4, talks about how that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk. So, you see, you can be in Christ, but walk according to the flesh. The things of God can be fulfilled in us who do not work according to the flesh, but work according to the spirit. So, in other words, you are, we are supposed to conduct ourselves in a way that authorizes the blessings of God, that authorizes the power of God, that authorizes the goodness of God to manifest in our lives on earth. Am I communicating something? In the same way when it comes to prayer, God answers prayer. It's a fact. But why is it that many of us, our prayers are not being answered? Oh, I know what you're saying. There, there, there are um, um, things that can hinder your prayers. Why prayers don't work? 
fundamentals of Christianity, you have to be taught about why prayers don't work. And one of it is um, if you don't treat your spouse well, it can hinder your prayer according to the Bible. If you have unforgiveness, it can hinder your prayers according to the Bible, according to the scriptures. If you, you don't believe, you are wavering, you doubt, river and unbelief, it will affect the efficacy of your prayers. If your motive for praying is not right, it will affect the answers to your prayers. If you don't pray according to his will, it will affect. You know, there are basic things. And so some of us have ticked all the points, but still you are not seeing anything. There are some things that when you walk with God and you walk according to God, it begins to influence you and, ah, okay, let me, let me show you this scripture and I'll, I'll move on quickly. In, in Philippians chapter 4, verse, interesting, verse 17, you know, verse 15 actually talks about how I've received all the things you have sent through Epaphroditus and said, so now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving. See, church, eh, we share. Concerning what? He said, no church shared with who? The church. With who? Who is this talking? Paul. No church shared with me. No church shared with me. Read your Bible very careful. When you read the epistles, you realize, Paul, in Romans chapter 16, he was telling them about um, these people, God bless them because they risked their life for me. He didn't, he didn't say for the church. He said they risked their life for me. He said some people, may God, uh, uh, <laughs> Alexander the Coppersmith, what he did against me. No, he didn't say against the church. No, he didn't say against the church. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, uh, chapter 1, verse 16, he says that may God have, have mercy on the household of Onesiphorus. Why? Because he often refreshed me. He didn't say the church. Why? Because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. And then when he came to Rome, he sought for me eagerly, diligently. He zealously sought for me and found me. And you yourself know how in Ephesus he was always said, and Venezuela, how in Ephesus, he said, the Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know very well how many ways he ministered to the church. No, no to me. Very interesting. So he said, what, what are you trying to tell me, Pastor? No. I'm, I, okay, I didn't want to go into but Since you asked, let me tell you. <laughs> the way you treat the servant God sends to you matters to God. Yeah, that's right. The anointing you believe in is the anointing that works for you. This one, the other one I didn't go. Jesus said it's about honor. It's an honor thing. The anointing you honor. Anointing you honor. Is someone learning something? Yes. Don't go to church and hijack the pastor. Maybe there's someone here, carries we don't do that, but maybe you, you are visiting. I'm giving you the keys. Why you have not seen divine help the way it should be? Because the ones God sent to you, Bible says that they, 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 are, they killed their prophets and their tombs are with us here. So Jesus said, because of that, Jesus could not do many things for them. Much. Many miracles. He couldn't do much. And he was shocked at their unbelief. This are, see, the way you live your life will determine how you can enjoy in your status of, in Christ. I'm telling you. Philippians chapter 4 verse, verse 15. Is somebody learning something at all? Yes. yes. It's necessary. He said, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Ah, 
Verse 16, he said, For even in Thessalonica, you guys, you sent once and for all. The once and for all givers. Once and again. Someone say once and again. Say once and again. You sent once and again unto the church. Is that what he said? Where did you send it to? (laughs) Look at what the Bible is saying. You sent unto my, me, my necessity, the things I need. You were always sending, taking care of me so that I can do God's work. You sent once and again unto my necessity. Watch this. Go to the next verse. Okay, yeah, there. Not that I'm looking for a gift, though. But I seek fruit that may abound to you, your account, your own interest. Now watch this. Watch this. But watch this. He said, indeed, I have all and abound. I am full. Why am I full? Having received from Epaphroditus the thing sent from you. Epaphroditus was the de- deliverer, the messenger. The thing sent from you as Watch, watch this, watch this. How did he describe the things they sent to him? I can't hear you. How did he describe the things sent to him? He said, a sweet smell aroma, acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to me. Think, 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 think about it. You sent to me, but I'm saying it's pleasing to God. The Bible said you sent to me, your man of God, and this thing was good. Mm, a sweet smelling aroma and he says what it is well pleasing to God are you God to tell me it's well pleasing to God when you honor who God chooses to honor you get God's attention it's a sweet smelling aroma to God the verse I am coming to is the verse 19 said so he said and and continuation what and and God Almighty is that what he said God Almighty God the creator God omnipotent. What kind of God is he talking about? The God who sent me. The God who called me. The God who anointed me. He said, my God will supply our needs. Now the question here is, but if your God supplies needs, why is it, why is it that you are waiting for us to bring you the needs? You supply my needs and God will supply your needs. But if your God supplies needs, he should have supplied your needs in the first place. Man of God. Man of God. God should have supplied your need. Don't stop telling me I should bring you. So God can supply my need. Okay, it's okay. I'm fine. You are in, you are in big, bigger need. Let this God, your God who supplies needs, let him supply for you. It should have been interested if you interested if you have said, and God shall supply your needs. That's how we've been quoting it. He said, and my God, my personal, my God shall supply. And all of, when you realize, all the time he was talking about, you did for me, you did for me, you did for me, and this for me, about me. And he said, so my God shall supply your needs. Now, the person who is not in the equation should forget about himself. This need he's talking about is the people who met my needs. It's between you and you, me. It's just, and then now God will supply your needs. No, you don't supply my needs, that God will meet her needs. It's, it's you. It's personal. Walking according to the spirit. Very interesting. Now, watch this. Now, watch this. He did not, watch this. He did not say, ah, this is the message now. Okay. He did not say that because you have done this for me, come, come, bring anointing oil when you are coming. I'll pour it on you. He didn't say that. He said, because you have done it, let's go. I don't have to pray. Supernaturally, the things that you need, which you may not even know, God answers more than prayers. Yes, 
God answers more than prayers. Sister, there are some things I don't have the energy, I've not had the opportunity to pray about because God answered. Do you know why? There are key things I do, but there are certain people I honor. Watch this. I want to give you just, should I give you two or three? All right, I've given you one. I didn't, it's one not part of my message, but the honor thing, it looks like it's big in the sight of God. It's big in the sight of God. Honor. Listen, who you honor determines how high you can go in life. Because in certain companies, you know there are people who are promoted who can't do the job half of what you can do? But they honor the boss. Anything the boss needs, the boss, the boss needs, let him go for it. Let him go for it. And you, because you are so gifted and skillful, you say, you're always correcting, you haven't done this right, you haven't done this right, you haven't done And when the promotion comes, they push their own. Promotion has everything to do with who you honor. Can I show you a scripture for that? The spiritual side is too much. But just natural side. He said, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your mother and your father, that it will be well with you. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2. He said, honor your mother and your, you are fighting your mother and your father. He said, honor your, honor your father and your mother. Why? Which is the first commandment? Look, look at verse 3. That it may be well with you and you may live long. Where? In heaven, on the earth. On the earth. Listen, how well it will go with you has everything to do with who you honor. I don't care what you think. The results will show in your life. Sir, since I discovered that secret, I've given myself wholly to this kind of thing. I don't want my mother to be upset with me. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. Unless, of course, she's upset in my pursuit of the things of God. Then that one, God takes care of that. But if I'm not doing, if I'm, I'm just normal, and what she's demanding is not ungodly, and it's okay, it's reasonable, but just that, I mean, I can't take it, I'm just... Sometimes, please, go through the pain That's it. and just honor the people you owe honor. Just go through the pain. Just go through the pain. Go through the pain. You can't pick your phone and call her because you are too busy. You didn't want to miss that much. You are so busy. Just, you know what? Honoring that mother of yours, that father of yours, even though she doesn't get on with your father right. or your mother, yes, sir. Right there. don't make your father's battle your battle. Yeah. Right don't make your mother's battle your battle. Honor. Some of you, I'm telling you, Possibly, the health challenges you are going through, it may be an honor issue. I'm telling you. It's an honor issue. An honor issue. Wow. Someone say honor. honor. He said, if I be a father, where's my honor? Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. If I be a father, where's my honor? Daddy, daddy, no, 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 stop. Shut up. Don't say it. Show it. If I be a father, where's my honor? And if you want to honor me, you bring me rubbish gifts. That's what God said. So go and give it to the governor and see if you receive it. Would you do that? There's a definite correlation between honor and giving. Wow. Never pick a quarrel with somebody who is in a position of honor. You may not agree with him. Better find a way of excusing yourself. And that, it's not necessary because you can't win that battle. It's one thing fighting a battle and not winning. It's another thing fighting a battle and not winning and it's things now beginning to work. Even things that were not part of the battle are all team up against you. God answers more than prayers. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country. 
His own people. The people he has asked, God has sent them to. So he said, in the days of Elijah, there were a lot of widows who were struggling financially in Israel, but unto none of them was Elijah sent in Luke chapter 4, verse 24 downwards. Unto, verse 25 downwards. Unto none of them was Elijah sent except the woman of Zarephath. And then he says that in the days of Elisha, first one is Elijah, second one is in the days of Elisha, there were many lepers, sickness, health challenges. There were many health challenges in town, but none of them was healed, save Naaman the Syrian, the foreigner. Okay. So it's not that God cannot do it, but the, your honor level will cap what God can do for you. Interesting. Oh, is it? See, uh, oh, but Jesus didn't say that is honor. Oh, okay. Backtrack. Go back. Go back. Go back. Uh, verse, verse 22. 22. 22. And he said, so they bore witness to him what gracious words which he proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? When he went and he spoke the word and power was about to come, immediately they switched. He said, but is this Joseph's son? We know him. Look at verse 16. Look at verse 16. He went to his hometown where he was brought up. That's the problem. You know him too much. You know her too much. If God has called somebody to be a pastor in your house, please, or a prophet in your... Some of you don't respect the sister because she's your wife and now she's a pastor. So I know her. The problem is you know them too much. It is what, what the rubbish that sometimes we know that block our blessings. He said, he came to, what's his name? Jesus Christ of what? Jesus Christ of what? He came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And he went to church. And then read the scripture. And then in 21, he said, the scriptures is fulfilled in your ears today. 21, and he began to say to them, today the scripture is fulfilled. Then verse 22, they all marveled. Wow, what he's saying is true. Because they bore witness. They knew in their heart. They knew, they knew. They knew that what the man is saying is true. They knew that what the man, the man is saying is true. They knew it. They knew it. They knew it. And they said, oh, he's saying something so powerful. It looks like God is using him. But then they switch. Oh, this man is trying to. He's saying this because of me. <laughs> he's saying this because of me. No, put that aside. Connect with what grace is telling you. They, they, they bore witness about the gracious words. Grace, say grace. grace. Say grace. grace. And, and they marveled at the gracious, the word was bringing grace. They are words that carry grace to lift you. Grace is to lift you from one level to the other. They could tell, they bore witness, but they said, mm. we know him too much. They said, this is not his father, Capital. And when we read the Mark account, they said that, and we know his brothers and sisters. And watch, go to the next verse and see. Jesus said to them, you will surely say this proverb to me, physician, hear yourself. Whatever you, you heard you do in Capernaum, do here also, do in your own country. And then look, this is the next verse. Look at the next verse. As surely I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. When you read the Mark version, Mark 6.4, Mark 6.4, Said, but Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among the among his own relatives and his own house. The next verse, the next verse. I don't know why I'm preaching this message. Now he could not do mighty works there except that he laid hands on a few people. And I said, He couldn't work, he couldn't work. The people didn't honor him, he couldn't help them. He couldn't help them. He, he had 
what it took to help them. You couldn't help them. And verse 6, the Bible said, and he was shocked at their unbelief. He marveled at their unbelief. And he went to other villages. Wow. Is there, is there a possibility that your proximity to God's servant in your life will release certain blessings on your life without you even knowing or praying about? Why? As long as we can honor these people, God has pointed to us that they are his agents to us. Because not everyone who God has sent to you, that's another one. But your job is to locate who God has sent to you and honor him. Honor her. Honor him. Honor her. Believe in him. Receive him. Receive. Choose not to be offended in them. Choose not to, because offense, how many of you have been offended in your father before or your mother? Your mom will, will tell you often you are very upset, but you make sure it doesn't go any far. Yes. You just, it's mom, it's mom. Just leave it. You are fighting your mother, people are telling you it's okay, it's okay, and you will leave it, you will die prematurely. <laughs> Why? You are fighting your father, people are saying it's okay, leave it. Leave it. The man is saying it's okay, let's, and you say no, no. You are operating under a case. You will die suddenly. Some sickness can attack you easily because you are, you are like a headless chicken. You have exposed yourself to danger. Am I teaching some deep spiritual things here? God answers more than prayers. Paul said, because of me, my, my God will supply your needs. He didn't say I have to pray. He said, therefore, he said, and my God. You have done this, and my God. It just flows naturally. And my God, money will always go. That's what the Bible says. It says it makes wings. It flies. Anyone who chases after money is like chasing after a bed. You are chasing after a bed. You, you stumble and fall, the bed is still going. I ain't trying to say, if you don't work, you don't eat. There must be a balance. Some of us, we have, our lives are so busy, there's no space for God. And when you come to church and sit down comfortably, you are happy. No, this is what, what you should be thinking. What is your contribution? Not financially. No, 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 no. If you have health, don't use finances to compensate. If you have health, let your health also do something. Physically. Use your physical body. I came to speak as a prophet of God. I came here as a prophet of God. If my prayer works and it will work for you, please, I beg you, listen to what I'm telling you. Listen, don't go to the doctors with your own prescription. <laughs> he tell the doctor, no, this is what I expect you to prescribe for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. God answers more than prayers. Number one, honor thing. Number two, a heart thing. And Solomon loved the Lord with all his heart. Solomon loved First Kings chapter 3, verse 3. And Solomon loved the Lord. First Kings 3, 3. And Solomon loved the Lord. First Kings 3, 3. And Solomon loved the Lord. He loved God. Say, Solomon loved God. First Kings 3, 3. And Solomon, Solomon loved the Lord. Walking in the stage, except that, uh, except that sacrifice in one place. He missed the them. But that's, he loved the Lord. And look at, go, go, to, go, go. Verse 4. Now the king went to Gibeon, sacrificed there. See, the, the secret behind his sacrifice was his love for God. Sacrifice there. Uh, that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. Your offering is a reflection of your love. Offering. When it's time for offering, we'll say, oh, I don't like it. Listen, I'm, you are trying to forgive and you are struggling because you, your love, check your lavometer. The level of your, your love will make walking with God easier. 
Watch this, watch this. Solomon did that. Verse 5. Verse 5. And at Gibeon, the Lord appeared. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask. See, prayer topic. Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, you know, I'm a child. And then, you know, I've had issues and I don't deserve to lead your people. Look at verse 8. Look at verse 8. It says, Solomon said, verse 8 says, your servant, that's talking about Solomon, is in the midst of your, say your people. people. Whom you have chosen. Say whom you have chosen. chosen. A great people. See? So you see the focus of his prayer. Your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. A great people. He didn't say me. He said these people. And now look at verse 9. Verse 9. He said, therefore, give me your servant an understanding heart to judge to judge I can't hear you to judge who you have put me in charge of your people this church Lord I want to do it well I want to serve well I want to work with you in this church well I never want to be a problem in this church God that's my prayer that is an honor for me to stand here and preach to you me I'm on it. So if I take it for granted, I'll be grounded in life. Right. I'm going to yes. And so Solomon had this kind of heart. And he said, God, give me an understanding heart. He said, give me an, watch it. I, I want to finish. He said, give me an understanding heart. That may just, and watch, watch this, watch this. I'm about to say something. Are you ready for this? Watch this. Look at verse 10. Let's all read it out together. Oh, louder. One more time. This is the first time in the Bible someone gave a speech and God got up and started clapping. He said, the speech pleased the Lord. Why? That Solomon has asked for this thing. And you know what God also said? He said, then God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern judgment. Watch it. God said, Behold, I have done according to your words, what you have asked. But see, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there's none like you. And all. Go to the next verse. And I have also given you what you have not asked. That's my message. God answers more than prayers. 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 He said, I have also given you what you have not asked. It's not everything he does for you which you have to ask. If the love factor is in place, you receive things you haven't asked, but you need. I have also given you what you have not asked. What did he add? He said, what? Riches, honor. So that there shall, be, there shall, there shall not be anyone like you amongst the kings in all your days. How did he get this breakthrough? Because of his heart. He asked that God, I want to do something in the church. God, and the things they have asked me to do, let me not complain. Some of us, when you are, it's not your turn, or you are, you are in the church, somebody, is asked, somebody else is asked to do, you're upset. So, is it you or God's work that you are concerned about? Think about it. Because if it's actually God's work, if you are not the one standing here, once the work is going on, that should actually make you happy. If your child goes to school, watch this. If your child goes to school and he's got a good teacher, would you be upset that you are not the one teaching your child? As long as the teacher can teach the child to pass, you are at least, it doesn't matter. You don't make it better. Sometimes you may feel it's not nice. There is a not nice aspect of the thing. But you know what? Don't let the not nice aspect distract you. 
Am I communicating to somebody? Yeah. The work of God is the highway to your enjoyment in life. God will give you more than your prayer, your prayer request. I said God will give you more than your prayer request. God will give you more than your prayer request. God will give you more than your prayer request. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 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 So shall it be. If you believe it, shall it be. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.